Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading other people. I am John Laredo, your host. So I want to start with a story. There was a boy, uh, it was like a Saturday afternoon, and his dad had asked him to paint the fence. Um, and I remember, you know, my dad used to ask me to do a whole bunch of stuff, clean out the garage and stuff like that. So those big jobs just sucked, right, on a beautiful Saturday morning. Anyways, this boy began to paint the fence, painted the whole yard, the whole fence, front and back. And in the afternoon, his dad came to inspect and the son said, Dad, I'm done. Um, and the dad took a look all around the yard and noticed that there was one area of the fence that was not painted. It was actually behind the shed, so he really couldn't see it. But that part of the fence, the boy had not painted. And the dad said, well, what happened to this part of the fence? You didn't paint it. And the boy said, well, you can't see it. It's behind the shed. I mean, why paint it? Nobody, nobody will know if it's painted or not. He said, no, you will know that it's not painted. And he went on to tell his son, now this father was a cabinet maker, and he went on to tell his son that it, when he builds a cabinet, even the piece of wood that's against the wall, that's facing the wall, that nobody is ever going to see, he picks as good of a piece of wood and takes as much care with that piece of wood that he does the front piece that's facing everybody. And he, and he went on to tell his son the importance of detail and the importance in particular of design. And it's not just about what people can see or not see, but it's taking pride in your work. And every little detail makes a difference. Well, it's interesting because that one conversation that might have taken a couple of minutes had a lifelong impact on that boy. For the rest of his life, he almost became obsessed with detail and design and the way things looked and felt. And he was as particular when he designed things on designing the inside as much as the outside. Uh, and it's interesting because today, 700 million people across the world have this iPhone. Uh, that gentleman was, and that boy was Steve Jobs. That gentleman was his dad. And that was a conversation that he had when he was a kid that shaped his whole life. And not only his life, but everyone else's life. That one conversation that took place on a Saturday afternoon ultimately changed the world. Literally, think about that. Now, he had, Steve Jobs' dad had probably no idea, of course, that that would have that much of an impact. But that tiny little moment, that tiny little conversation had this unbelievable ripple effect, and it had a lifelong impact, certainly on Steve Jobs and the rest of the world uh, uh, that was impacted by the, uh, the designs of Steve Jobs. So uh, I bring this up because of the importance in leadership of understanding. A lot of times when I talk to leaders, they're thinking that leadership is this really very deliberate and big 
uh, set of events and its speeches and its communication and its planning and strategy. And in reality, what leadership comes down to when you think about it, it's influence. And it sometimes are these tiny little moments in time that ultimately provide the biggest influence. As the leader, you may not even know it. And most of the time, you never will. But I've had so many times in my career where people might have come up to me at a conference or something and say, hey, I heard you speak, you know, five years ago and you said this on the stage and it impacted me. And I know that for other people. I know there were things that I heard people say, just statements that they probably don't even remember that they said that had a career-long impact on me. I've told the story about Jack Kimbler at the time when I was 19... Uh, I was uh, 23, I think it was, 24 in 1995 or 6, and he came to speak. He was a very successful advisor, and he said one simple thing. He said, if you want to double the amount of money you make, double the amount of people that you see each week. Now, for some reason, that just stuck with me, and that, that single comment changed the course of my whole career because I went on an absolute mission to double the amount of people that I saw, and I did, and my income doubled. But had that person, had Jack not come in and said that, I don't, I, I, not that I don't think, I know I would not have taken those steps and I know I would not have transformed my business the way I did. Because of that, I then got into leadership and my whole career and what I'm doing right now is, is, uh, is leadership. Uh, my whole life is around that and that might not have happened had that one conversation not taken place. So I think about all the things that leadership really is. It's these tiny little moments in time. And what I want to encourage you to think about is as a leader, again, whether you're a parent, a coach, a teacher, a business leader, a, uh, a religious leader, a, a leader just in your community, whatever, political leader, what are those tiny moments that make the biggest differences? It might be that quick conversation that you have with somebody when they really need to hear something from you that ultimately you didn't even realize they might have had a really bad day. And that conversation is what turned their day around and that turned their week around and their month around. And it was just that one little conversation uh, that you had. You know, I can think back to myself in my uh, high school uh, career. And I remember certain things that people said that stuck with me for life. I remember I had a teacher, his name was Mr. Robinson. And, you know, he was covering our, he was my electronics teacher and he happened to be covering, I was in drama class, which by the way, was one of the best things I ever did in high school because you've heard me on podcasts talk about it. Periods of time in high school, I was ultra shy. I was like an introvert and that totally changed my personality. It allowed that me to feel comfortable kind of bringing out my goofy side and made me more comfortable socially. So highly recommend that for any kid in uh, in high school. Uh, so I was in drama class. He came, this electronics teacher was filling in. He was subbing for our teacher. So he saw our drama class and we were doing, we we're playing a game called Freeze, which is a fun game that, uh, you know, people are acting out a scene and Somebody watching says freeze and that person jumps in and changes the whole scene and it's kind of a goofy, funny uh, game. And we were playing that and he came up to me afterwards and uh, I remember he said, uh, real simply, he said, you're going to go places. You really are. I can tell you're going to go places. And that was it. And that's all he said. Now, he didn't know me. He didn't know anything about me. He didn't really, really, you know, he knew me in electronics class. He saw a different side of me in, in drama. Um, but that stuck with me. I remember that. I remember thinking that was kind of a cool thing for somebody who didn't know me. Uh, now, my mom had said that a lot. I remember her saying a very similar thing. She knew me. You know, she used to tell me that a lot. Um, but for somebody who didn't know you to say that it's almost even more powerful, right? They don't have a reason 
Uh, and it's really, truly uh, not that from mom, mom, I know you're listening. That meant a lot and always has for you to tell me that you believe in me and know that I'm capable of uh, achieving big things. But sometimes coming from somebody who doesn't know you is even more powerful. So what I find leaders oftentimes do is they miss these opportunities to make substantial changes in other people's lives because they're not sharing with someone else their thoughts. They might have these great thoughts about somebody's potential and hey you know maybe someone maybe they saw somebody do a meeting run a meeting or or uh, perform in some way where they observe somebody make a decision that was really good and the leader thinks it but they don't take the time to let that person know hey you know what I really loved what you did there I loved how you ran that meeting or I love that decision you made, or I love how that you made that impact on that other person, and that tells me something about you. That tells me you've got huge potential. I think as parents, we miss the opportunity a lot of times too, to tell our kids what we what kind of potential we see in them. We don't realize how impressionable people are. Not just kids, definitely kids, but also adults. Um, I think about all the times that maybe somebody had something to say, had they said it, it might have change the whole course of history, right? I mean, what if Steve Jobs' dad never had that conversation with him? Now, I don't know. I'm sure Steve Jobs would have gone on to to be incredible and impact uh, and probably still would have impacted the world. But I don't know. Would the iPhone have looked different? Would the design not have been? Because he was meticulous about design. Would that not have been embedded so much in him that, that it would have looked different? Or maybe it would be the iPhone. It would be some kind of flip phone or something different. Probably. I mean, there's got to be some kind of major difference that came out of that one conversation. You know, it's funny. I was uh, I reconnected not long ago. I told the story about uh, my uh, col- uh, my high school coach, Coach Stein uh, Steinbrick, and uh, great coach. And I told the story about uh, how I was on the verge of striking out, and he kind of saw that in me, pulled me aside and just, uh, you know, said one thing that turned the whole course. I won't retell the story because I've told it a few times, but changed my whole mindset with one comment. And it ultimately, I stepped up to the plate and uh, the outcome was much different, hit a home run. That was his leadership. That was him changing the course of an event with just a single conversation. But it's funny, I I reconnected with him. I told him over Facebook, hey, I think I had even said something like that. You know, hey, I remember this story and blah, blah, blah. I uh, was mentioned in the podcast. And he, he wrote back a comment through our text. He said, yeah, you know, I always thought I was a pitcher. He said, I always thought you had the potential to be uh, be a pro. And I'm like, really? What? You did? Well, I didn't think I had anything. I didn't think I had the potential to be a pro. And, and I thought for a while, I'm like, wow, I really wish he had told me that because now I don't think I would have made it to the pros. I'm pretty certain I probably wouldn't have. But it's kind of cool that he thought I had the potential. Now, I stopped playing baseball after my junior year in high school because I was you know, incredibly thin and skinny and I wanted to start working out and I felt like I couldn't do both. Uh, so I gave up the sport, but I love the sport. I don't know. Maybe had he made that comment to me, maybe I would have actually stayed in it. I mean, that might have changed a lot. Who knows? Maybe I would have played in college. I mean, who knows? So the important thing in leadership is you have to realize that your voice is incredibly powerful, right? People, when you're in an influential position, you almost have, you have, not almost, 
you have more weight and what you say is even more meaningful when you've earned respect and when you've earned trust in people. What you say is incredibly powerful. It's not necessarily this long planned out business meeting. It's these tiny little 10 second, 30 second, 60 second interactions sometimes or quick comments that can sometimes change the course of someone's career or even somebody's life. So today's podcast is nothing more than just maybe helping you bring a level of awareness around the importance of the little stuff. You know, it could be that moment when somebody feels like, you know, they're just whole uh, career is crashing down on them or their world is crashing down on them and your outreach, your message to them, your text, your phone call, your pat on the back, whatever it might be, might be the thing that turns the tide for that person. You just don't know. You have no idea. And unfortunately, sometimes when people uh, deserve it the least is when they need the hug the most. And what I mean by that is sometimes when somebody's really screwed up or somebody's really deserving of some kind of consequence, sometimes that's a time you need to give them a hug. And other times you need to give somebody a kick. But a great leader understands the importance of balancing both of those, uh, not going too you know, consistently or far in one direction or the other. But anyways, I digress. My message today, pay attention to the little stuff. Have that conversation. Tell that person that you know has great potential. Tell them. What's the worst thing that happened? It doesn't do any bad. It only does, does great. Uh, whether you're a parent, a coach, a teacher, uh, an organizational leader, a CEO, make sure you let your people know what kind of potential you see in them. You never know how long that, how far that will take them. So I uh, hope you enjoyed today. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Uh, go down below, hit the five-star review. Make sure you give a great review and uh, keep listening. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.